0: back to the podcast. I'm currently feeling a bit embarrassed right now because I just filmed, nope, wouldn't be filming if you didn't see my face, recorded about 17 minutes. I was 17 minutes into my recording of the podcast when I was just driving around London because I couldn't, I hate filming in my dorm room because I feel bad that my, you know, roommate is there and that, you know, I'm I'm kind of loud. I have a constant state of a yell. I'm a usually, I'm a yeller. And so I felt bad that, you know, I recorded the podcast and yelling and she had a meeting. So I just decided to drive around in my car. Um, so again, I do want to apologize for the sound quality of this video. In saying that though, good news. I just ordered a microphone for the podcast. And so that should be here in the next couple of weeks, and not next week's podcast, but probably the week after that will have a lot better quality, because I'll have a microphone, and I won't have to, to yell, and you won't have to hear the sound, the beautiful hum of my 2014 Hyundai accent in electric blue. She, she's a dream, but you won't have to hear her anymore. Next week's podcast is 100% being filmed in my car, because, um... I'm filming this on the 10th, it's going up on the 14th, um, but on the 15th I'm heading home from London, um, and I will be giving a full in-depth review of my first semester ever of college, so get fucking excited for that, because it was a journey, um, but this week is just a collection of stories that I am telling because... Um, I'm getting a lot of Snapchat memories, and Snapchat memories right now are okay. I need to calm the fuck down. Why did I just go on another topic? Okay. Anyways, let me just go back to what I was saying before I go to my next story about the podcast. So I was filming 17 minutes in, and then I was driving around London, and then I realized that I accidentally got onto the highway. So I accident, I was driving around London. I'm directionally challenged. Just to just to give my defense, I was I'm directionally challenged. I even though I've been little, 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 even though I've lived in London for like four months, I still don't know more than two streets. And I got off of those two streets for some reason because I was just going to drive around instead of finding a place to park and t- just turning off my car and recording a nice audio for you guys. Instead, I just said I was going to drive around because whenever I drive around, it makes me angry, and I think my anger adds to the podcast. Hopefully, it's funny. I I. <sighs> I can't tell you that it's funny. I can't sit here and tell you that I'm funny, but I can hopefully sit here and tell you to enjoy this. So I fucking got on the highway. I was on the highway. One second I was chilling on the side of London. Next second I was on the highway. So I had a little bit of a freak out. In that freak out, I turned off the um, recording and pulled up my Google Maps, my trusted Google Maps to get me back to London and get back to this to to, to the or uh, in and around uh, oh oops well never mind Okay, um, get me back to college um, And so, and in pausing oh, I thought it was a pause I thought I was hitting the pause button But I actually hit the delete button Because it disappeared And so I will I, g- I guess I'm just kind of um, recreating The first 17 minutes of the podcast um, So if the first bit is shitty It's its not my fault, it's actually my phone's fault Because it deleted it um, And uh, so Blame Steve, Stevie Jobs That's his fault, you missed that First 17 minutes of the podcast. Um, but back to Snapchat memories. Snapchat memories are kind of sad right now because the ones you're getting, like from a year ago, is how like you realize how different your life was before Corona. And it's coming up to my 19th birthday on the 21st of December. And basically, I've just sort of realized that I've spent almost my entirety of my 18th year in a self-quarantine so it's it's really weird to to get those snapchat memories and see yourself like a year ago two years ago three years ago whatever and how life was so fucking different and but some of them are good some of them are a good laugh because I'm just kind of the person who like um is constantly recording things and stuff like me and my friends are out and funny shit is happening I'm on the record, and I just save it so, like, I get those laughs again and remind of those good times, and so, um, but a year ago on the 14th, I was looking through my Snapchat memories, and a year ago on the 14th, which is the day this is posted, was when my family went to Florida. And so I thought I'd share some fun stories from there, um, from my 18th birthday just before the coronavirus attacked us, and then talk a little bit about my birthday before. But first, before we get into anything, um, I thought I would share with you guys some fun info um, because I just posted the first episode of my podcast. Um, I just posted it uh, a couple days ago, and I was really excited for it because, you know, even if this... People, a lot of people don't listen to this podcast. That's not really the point. I'm not doing this for that. I, I just like to do this podcast because I like to talk. Like I'm just being honest. I like to talk to myself, and I thought, why will record that? Might as well tell some funny stories. Hopefully, get some smiles on people's faces. Um, but maybe I was wrong because the initial response that I received was, let's call it mixed reviews. Okay? Because my friends. They, t- they were like, that's great, you know? Because they're back home in Peterborough, and they obviously miss me. So they're like, it was great, we enjoyed it. I'm like, thank you guys so much. And they basically gave me free reign to tell any... St- well, I took it as free reign to tell any embarrassing stories about them. So eventually, I'll have to talk to them a little bit more, but eventually we'll be get, getting into high school stories of us. But my siblings, on the other hand, the two people who I was hoping I would just get initial support from considering you know they're my siblings and I've uh, uh, we've known each other for so long um but that wasn't necessarily the case okay I posted my podcast I didn't necessarily tell them that I was doing a podcast and I did record that episode a very very long time ago and I think though when I recorded that episode it was when I was heading back to London last time I was home about a month ago so it's kind of like I kind of recorded it, I recorded a few episodes that weren't up to my standards, um, and so I never posted them, but that one that I recorded actually was the first ever podcast that I recorded, so I decided to post it, and I sent the link to my sisters, and, um, oh my god, of course, I literally, you guys are not even going to believe this, because I legitimately, um, just pulled into the parking lot, the student parking lot, because I decided this is where I'm going to film my episode, and someone literally just there's a there's 500 spots around me and someone just pulled up right beside me and I can't even look at them because I know they're staring at me and I literally am recording a podcast right now um and I don't know if it's a human I mean I mean I know it's a human but I don't know if it's a guy or a girl but either way I'm intimidated and I can't look so I'm just gonna look out the other window and, and continue to talk to you like I'm talking on the phone like a normal person anyways my siblings, sent it to my younger sister, um, I felt like were was funny, because I was like on, like, Spotify, you know what I mean, and, uh, and she O-bombed me, so that was kind of sweet, that was, a, a read into that what you would like, uh, a little upsetting for me, and then my older sister, I sent it to her again, unfortunately, it was an O-bomb situation, um, which I really uh, immediately felt the love of, and then instead of, I thought it was an O-bomb, but actually, she sent a message into our sister's group chat with all of my siblings, um, and she actually did a 45 second rendition of her impersonating me as the first 45 seconds of the podcast. That, I could have explained that in an easier way, but basically, she had, oh my god, she had sent me, um, you know, basically making funny, um, reenacting the first 45 seconds of the podcast, and uh, she was calling me rude And she was making fun of me And it was just devastating um, But I'm someone who likes to read between the lines So from what I took from that is Wow, she's such a big fan So big That she actually Memorized the first minute of my podcast So to my sister Ali, Thank you for being my biggest fan And taking the time to memorize The first part of my podcast Like it was a monologue Great performance Great performance I, you know, I'm not not gonna let my own siblings knock me the fuck down. Okay? She said it was rude. She said I use a lot of bad language. Well, maybe that's your fault, Allie. Maybe that's your fault. Because you've ingrained a negative impression of my entire life in the brain. So I will continue to swear. Because it's just a fucking word. And I'll continue to be rude... Because I can, and this is my podcast, and the name of the podcast I thought would give a good enough representation that I was going to be angry most of the time. Because we lived in a weird fucking world, and I get these weird fucking experiences, and I'm going to tell these people, and it's most likely I'm telling this story because it got me mad, and that's why I still remember it from, like, 25 years ago. 25 years? I'm 18. Like, oh, I'm such an over-exaggerator. Anyways, that's that. Um, thanks to my family. Uh, if you are my mom or dad listening to this. All these stories are fake. I never did any of this stuff. Okay. If this is the cops listening, these are all not true stories. Okay. Understood. Cool. So, um, now that I've calmed down from legitimately being on the highway, um, let's go jump into a good thing and a bad thing that's happened since, uh, in the past couple weeks. Let's start with the good. The Raptors are back, people. Hell to the freaking yeah. Guys, come on, who's fucking excited for the basketball season? Is it you? Because I'm fucking excited. Basketball is fucking back. Let's go, Raptors okay? We lost a few good guys in free agency, but we've gained some gems. We are looking good. We are now the Tampa Bay Raptors, which I think is works perfectly with my story of Florida today, but I'm just excited because it's just uh, something about having basketball. It makes quarantine a little bit of a better situation, Um, so I'm fucking excited. It's gonna be a good season because I think that now also people who are watching the Raptors this year are people who actually care about basketball and not the people who just watched it because they won last year. So I think that it's definitely going to be a good crowd of people watching the games. I got the sports channels loaded up on my Bell 5. Not, you know, we are ready to go. We got Sportsnet 1, Sportsnet 360, TSN 1234. Okay, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready for Jack, I'm ready for Leo, I'm ready for the fucking basketball season to start, so, that's that, uh, that's the good news of the week, um, the bad news of the week, which is just not really bad news, it happened a while ago, but every straight Catholic person right now, especially women, especially men, are losing their fucking minds over Harry Styles wearing a dress, everybody's losing their fucking minds and I don't understand it, because it's just a dress, and, uh, you know, Candace, I don't know her last name, and nor do I care to fucking say it, if I did, but she's some sort of conservative politician in the States, and she's like, I just don't understand, it's like, the guys in a dress don't do it for me. Oh, cool, cool, cool. I'm pretty sure Harry Styles didn't put that fucking dress on to make you want to have sex with him. Candace? The world doesn't revolve around you, Candace. Okay? And then she's like, she uses the statement, bring back manly men, which I found fucking ironic, because I took one look at her husband and went, "Er, wouldn't call that a manly man. He may have a beard, but everything else about this man, and that's not an attack on him, because I have nothing, there's no issues with, you know, men having a feminine side at all. Actually, frankly, I prefer it, but but for you to make the statement, bring back manly men and your husband to look like that and not a manly man, is quite, quite a fucking move, Candace. And the best part about this Harry Styles, who gives absolutely zero fucks about what the fucking conservative American politicians think about him, posts another picture. First of all, th- the dress was Gucci. Like, Candace, bitch, you never go wear a Gucci dress, okay? you never gonna get to the point where you can afford a Gucci dress, Okay? So, back the fuck off, Harry Styles! Because he literally was killing it in a Gucci dress! And then, not only does he kill it in a Gucci dress, he also posted a picture in a Gucci suit! And the comment was, bring back merely men. Man was eating a banana. Girl, oh! <laughs> Harry Styles said, checkmate. He said, checkmate, bitch. Honestly, it was so good. I was like, yes, Harry Styles, the whole, the most ironic part about this is that people are, like, defending him, which is great, and they were like, you know, there's so many cultures where, you know, men wear what we would consider a dress or a skirt or something in that similar, like, like how people wear kilts and shit, and they're talking about all these different cultures that have all you know, different things, and all I could think about from my 14 years in Catholic education is about, I've never seen Jesus not in a dress. Have you? Did you see Jesus in a pair of jeans? No, the motherfucker was wearing a dress, or a robe, I don't even fucking care what it was, but it was, if I could relate it to a modern day piece of clothing, it's a dress. So, Candace, and you conservative fuckers conservative, what a horrible word what a horrible word to mass ignorant Um, if you're listening to this which you probably won't be because you would take one look at the title and, and, and tell me I'm uneducated is simply do your research don't make fun of a man for wearing a dress when your whole life is revolved around a religion where a man wore a dress okay okay next point Harry Styles, I'm just, I mean, who's, there's not, there's not a millennial in this world who doesn't have a crush on Harry Styles. Doesn't matter what your fucking sexuality is. Everybody knows that Harry Styles is an elite individual. Man went from one direction to king of the world. Like, I just, you gotta respect that. (sighs) I need to just, I just need to relax here. I'm getting a little cramped up in the car. But uh, moving on to to how I spent the next last two years of my birthday, I am very lucky to have spent my birthdays in beautiful places. Um, but somehow, um, my past two birthdays have I thought I was gonna die on both of those days or in and around. And that sounds dramatic, but let's review my 16th birthday. 17th birthday. So my 17th birthday, my dad took me and my two siblings to Cuba. Fucking love Cuba. Beautiful place. We were at a resort for five days. It was beautiful. Oh, the food, the people, the atmosphere, the vibes of Cuba is like unmatched. Um, And it was my birthday, one of the days that we were there my birthday's on the 21st, right before Christmas, and so it's my birthday, and we're, like, everyone's loving me, and I literally, all I said, all I want for my birthday, guys, is for you to tell nobody that it is my birthday, because my dad, uh, he owns the embarrassment club, like, he owns the ability to, like, embarrass you, and I knew for a straight-up fact that he would take one step into that restaurant and tell everyone that it was my birthday, and then they would do something, and I would be embarrassed. Because I don't—I feel like everyone's embarrassed when, like, you go to a restaurant and they sing Happy Birthday to you. Like, what are you supposed to do? Let alone when there's a language barrier, right? So I'm like, please just don't tell anybody it's my birthday. Don't treat me special. Just let me, like, just relax on the beach all day and just whatever. So I thought I made myself really fucking clear. I said it probably about seven times throughout the day, especially before we were heading to dinner. We had a reservation at a, a restaurant on the resort. And so it was, like, a pretty late reservation. It was, like, maybe eight or nine. And we were one of, like, the last people to, like, sit down. And so we were eating our meal. It was great. And by the end, we were, like... Uh, there's only two people left in the restaurant, us, and then another family who happened to have a beautiful son (laughs) named Alex, and uh, the thing about Cuba is all the Frenchies go there, so these people from, oh my god, I just locked myself in my car, no worries, I have my keys, Sydney, calm down, so it was just us, and then this family who had the son, and his name is Alex, and he was French, and he had long, luscious blonde hair, like, this man was beautiful, and we were just, you know, I'm like, dad, don't do anything to fucking embarrass me in this situation, like, we're, we're in the same location as this guy, and, and then they leave, so it's just us, and we are just waiting on our desserts, and so we're sitting there in a restaurant, all by ourselves, it's a pretty big restaurant, there's no one, like, roaming around, the people are in the kitchen, the waiters, all of a sudden, every fucking light goes out, and I'm like, oh, shit we're about to fucking die, like, we're about to be fucking murdered in this, re- we're in the middle of Cuba, and the light just went out in this restaurant, there's nobody around, I was like, okay, great, we're dying, like, I'm glad I had a good 17 years, because this is the end of me, and I was like, oh, we were, I like, look, my sisters, and my sisters like, what the fuck, we're all freaking out, like, why did they just turn the lights off, like, do they want us to leave, like, what did we do wrong, and then, it was like, we were in silence in the dark for like a good five seconds, where I thought death was near, and all the fucking sudden, we hear this, and seven employees are coming out, singing happy birthday to me, with a fucking sparkler, and I look at my dad, I said, dad, I told you, I didn't want this, I told you multiple times, I look at my sisters, and they were like, I didn't say anything, And so I had to fucking sit, I had to fucking sit there, I was like, like, it looked like they got every employee on the island to come in (laughs) and sing happy birthday, they're saying, I don't even know if it was happy birthday or if it was some song in Spanish, I just remember the clapping, and they're, like, bringing it out, and they're like, happy birthday, happy birthday, and, like, I think that the situation was, like, weird enough, because I think I, like, if you're spending five days in an all-inclusive resort in Cuba, like, you're pretty you're pretty drunk <laughs> most of the time and so I was like 17 and I was like we my, I knew my dad was like under the influence and my sister was under the influence and I was under the influence and so it just made this story like amplified like even more of the fear of danger because we were, I was just paranoid because I was like slightly drunk and it was just so fucking awkward I literally didn't talk to my dad for like 20 minutes, like, 20 minutes, I was like, I don't even, we had separate rooms, and I was like, don't even fucking talk to me, I don't even know why I'm such a fucking brat, but I was literally like, that's just all I wanted, I don't know why I'm, like, the only one, but I got so embarrassed with that shit, and, like, I just really didn't need it, I didn't need it, because they didn't, at the end of the day, they didn't care it was my birthday, you know what I mean? You know when you go to a restaurant for your birthday, and you can, you tell the server it's your friend's birthday, and they're like, oh, great, now we gotta fucking sing, you know? That's what I would think if I worked at a restaurant and. They're like, oh my god, it's my son Timmy's birthday. We're like, great, we have to fucking sing to this kid. You know what I mean? I could tell the vibes were not there. So that was my 17th birthday. My 18th birthday was spent in Florida. Me, my mom, my two sisters, two aunts, two uncles, six cousins, and my grandfather. One house in the rocky state of Florida. Okay, I we I've been to Florida before. Um, and speaking of the states, I've been to Florida, I've been to a couple of other states, you know, I don't, I don't get good vibes from the states, sorry guys, but like, especially going to like, heavily Republican states, I'm pretty sure Florida's a pretty, yeah, I'm pretty sure Florida's a Republican state, I'm pretty sure, or at least they were at this time, last year, before the election, and so I was like, a little bit nervous, um, because just the vibes, the guns, you know what I mean? You're going into Florida where, like, anyone could just be, like, walking around with a gun, accidents happen. People go crazy. So, okay. not only that, is that we were driving down to Florida. So, from Peterborough to Florida, it's a, it's just over 24 hours of driving. Um, And I couldn't drive at the time in the States, because you had to have a certain part of your... Fuck, I think you have to have your G to drive in the States. So, it was just my mom and my sister. My sister in the front, and they were taking turns driving, and it was me and my younger sister in the back... Um, I think I did a really good job. I don't like, um, being in cars for a handful of reasons. One, I have a constant fear of us getting in an accident. Two, uh, I'm six feet tall, and so I have never sat in a car comfortably for extended periods of time because my legs just don't fit. Two, um, my two siblings who, um, we fight 65% of the time, so odds were we were gonna get in a fight at some point. We had, um, one, charging port. And again, <laughs> long ways to go. Point number five is that we, me and my sister, were in the back, and she, my younger sister, really just loves to stretch out. And I don't like when anybody is touching me. Okay, I don't like to be hugged by my family. I don't like anybody, you know, putting their feet on my legs or using my my leg as a pillow. Uh, yes, I said pillow hello, I don't fucking care, I can't speak English, I'm Canadian, and, um, so there's that, and so those, all the odds were stacked against me, um, and so the ride up wasn't too bad, it's a little bit sketchy, because when you're going to Florida, you go through, if I can remember the states correctly, you go through, (sighs) see, it's gone, I don't know the states very well, somewhere, like, you're passing, like, New York, is New York a state, or am I losing my mind, who fucking cares, New York through Pennsylvania, uh, North Carolina, South Carolina, Virginia, West Virginia, Georgia, Florida, I'm pretty sure I just nailed those states, but that is pretty much this, the, you're crossing quite a few states, and we were stopping, it was a three-day event on the way there, and it was sort of fun, I held back my anger and let my sister relax in the back and her feet were touching me at some point. Um and I was behaving very well. My mom, she's a dream. You give my mom a book, you give my mom an audiobook, she's happy. You know what I mean? So she had an audiobook playing, we all had our headphones in, we all had multiple devices charged. We were prepped the way there, a little bit sketchy because there's nothing like like, like getting off at like a gas station in the middle of like North Carolina. And I remember we got—I don't know if it was like North Carolina, South Carolina. Uh, I think I think we were in—I think we were in Virginia, and maybe West Virginia. Um, and we get off at a gas station, and there's straight up a man whose house is right beside the gas station, and he's sitting on like a milk crate with a gun. Like this, I, I, I literally am not making this, I'm pretty sure i making this because I remember, I don't know if he was holding a gun or his gun was, like, beside him or he was, like, cleaning a gun, either way, this guy was, like, right at the gas station and there was a gun in the perimeter and I was like, what the f- where the fuck are we? I was like, everyone, we have ten minutes to get in out of that gas station, everyone pee, get back in the car, we are in Sketch Town, we are in West Virginia, everybody get back in the car before we fucking die. And that was, like, the whole vibe. And I feel like it's weird in the States because, like, every gas station is just, like, half alcohol. Like, they seem to have a lot looser... A lot looser laws, a lot less protection, a lot less healthcare. (laughs) And so, it it was a weird vibe because everywhere you kind of went, you're like, is that guy Southern or is he drunk? You know what I mean? There was those vibes and it was, like, kind of sketchy. Um... And we got there and it was fine... Me and my sister are. Me and my old sister Allie are. The two of us are like Guy Fieri in the kitchen. Like Guy Fieri's 30 plus years in the business, plus his, his multiple TV shows and his culinary career, is equal to me and my high school culinary career and my older sister's no culinary experience, but we both watched the Food Network our entire lives, obsessed. So we have about the same. I think we. I seem to think we have the same skill as our guy guy, our guy guy, (laughs) our guy guy, our main dude guy. Okay. And so we are really good at cooking. I don't want to brag, but we're pretty good. You know, we, we have the, you have to have the care. You have to have the care to put the time in because that's what a lot of people struggle with in is cooking. And this is what I, I don't want to attack my mother because I do love her, but she just doesn't have the care to put the time and effort into the meal to then, for the benefits of the result. She's okay with putting in minimal effort and getting medium-level results, and that's what she's okay with. It's not her fault, and it's not... I'm not going to say anything's fault, but, like, she, that's the way she grew up. They grew up on a farm, and they had a cow farm, and so they would just get, like, the whole entire cow, right? And then they would just, like, chew... They would just, like... I I imagine this is my mom growing up. So they got the cow, and then they put the whole entire... Cow was chopped up, whole entire cow, in the freezer a big, deep chest freezer, and then they would just, I imagine my grandmother just closing her eyes, rummaging through, picking a random cut of meat, because they didn't really care, unwrapping it, still frozen, into a pan, a little slosh of water into the oven for 65 hours. 65 hours is an extreme, like, the whole day, and then it was, like, potatoes, okay, here's the first situation, I know she would peel the potatoes, and I'm telling you right now, as the culinary expert that I am, don't peel your potatoes. Multiple reasons. Reason number one, skin has, has the, has what you want. The good shit about potatoes is in the skin. Two, so much effort, and for unnecessary reasons, you can mash, I make, mash, I have an award-winning mashed potato recipe, and I leave the skin on because it, you can once you mash everything together, you know it's tell there's skin on it. So, anyways, the she would peel potatoes, fill the fill the pot with water, boil it for seven hours, and then there was some sort of vegetable that was tossed on a frying pan, and and that was it. Seasoning was salt and pepper. At the table, not even in the dish. So that's what my mom grew up with, and that is what the level of we received a little bit better quality of that. Um, at you know reunions, or not reunions, holidays, I guess the word I'm looking for, they're just not a culinary family, and so everyone who, like, is, like, right now it's the 14th, they're excited to head home from school for their, for their mother's cooking, that's just not, that's just not the vibe that I get, you know, holidays for us is getting super drunk and playing euchre for loonies, you know what I mean, that is that's that's the whole the, we're getting together for the holidays to catch up get drunk and win some money and not even a lot of money like we play i i discovered that very early on in my life the whole we would go to my grandparents house uh for you know christmas we would get there at like two PM on Christmas Day, and we would stay over. And so by the time you get there at 2 p.m., the moms be in the kitchen, they throw whatever they fuck they wanted into the oven, and then they play cards. The entire time. They play Euchre. Okay? And and they don't they they get drunk, they play Euchre. They don't even come up to eat. Okay? They on things on Christmas, the kids eat at like six, the parents eat at three AM. Once they are literally slaughtered. Okay? So that's the vibes. And so early on I learned how to play Euchre uh pretty early on when me and my sister were like we're super bored at family reunion, so we're gonna learn how to play cards and we're gonna make some money because every game of Euchre everyone puts in a loony and then if you win, you and your partner get the four loonies and you're basically you get a dollar every time you win. So I again I was like fifteen, obviously not drinking. And like Absolutely smoking everyone at cards, because the later it got the more drunk, they got the more shaky their car- card game was. The more confident they became in the hands that they were that they were doing, and and the worse they did. It's so I remember it as like a teenager, like 15, I believe, in Christmas, we like with like 15 bucks in my pocket, because I was just like the only sober one, and, like whipping like, and I'm, mm, I don't want to break I'm a pretty good euchre player, and so I was leaving that shit with a lot of loonies in my pocket. But, like, now, you know, I've joined in on the drinking aspect. No, let's just say no one's going there for the food, right? So while we were in Florida, me and my sister were like, you know, we're going to make really good food, and they're really going to enjoy it. And we did, and it was great. And my birthday in Florida, the weather in Florida was a little bit shaky. I blame climate change. Um, it wasn't the warmest, but it was a lot nicer than, you know, Canadian winter. I had a good birthday um and then so on the 21st we were heading home to Florida uh, on the 22nd okay and this time my sister was going to go with my other aunt and uncle on in their car so it was going to be my mother my older sister Allie in the back with me and then my grandfather was going to drive home with us Now my grandfather, we were feeling confident about this because my grandfather goes to Florida every year, year and he drives down and comes back they've done that for like 20 years right so so we felt his journey home from Florida was going to be having, like, an expert on board. Well, that's what my mom thought. And I'm, I'm, I'm very much telling this story with the knowledge that my grandfather doesn't know how to operate podcasts or doesn't even know what a podcast is. But if anyone in my family shows on this podcast, you're in my bad books. Anyways, so I read this on the 21st. We were leaving Florida at 4.30 a.m. on the 22nd. So basically, you know, it just just hours after my birthday had ended, and so we tried to stay up until like 4:30. 4:30 comes, the car is already packed the night before. Uh, we get in the car. We're like, great, we're getting in the car at 4:30. But me and my sister are like, we can just sleep in the car because it's 4:30 a.m. It's pitch black. So, so we get on the road. My grandfather very graciously. Volunteers to drive the first couple of hours for mom to get some sleep. We're like, that's fucking amazing. Until we got onto the road. Um, now, there's some stories that float around my family. Uh, my cousins had informed me that... I-, I thought it was a joke, but they had said that my grandfather drives with two feet. Now, as you can imagine, I said it as a joke because I really didn't think anyone physically drove the car with one foot hovering on the brake, and one foot on the gas, but I was fucking wrong, four minute, not even 30 seconds into the journey, we have confirmed that my grandfather is using both feet to drive, and so that, that, which is just fucking crazy, because why, but also crazy, because, like, that, that milliseconds that you get from releasing the gas and putting on the brake, I don't think you realize how, how much that, like, you know, affects the, the, how smoothly your car brakes, But it's 4.30 a.m., it's pitch black in Florida, it's pouring rain, and this man is, (laughs) like, one front of the gas, like, like, it was like, ooh, like, you could feel yourself, him, like, hit the brake, because, like, he was also going, like, 100 fucking miles an hour, and, like, you could feel the fuck, like, him touch the brake, and we would all, like, fall forward, like, we thought, like, and, and so we're like, oh my god, so, like, I'm looking at my sister Allie, and she... One minutes in, one minute in, she's bawling because she not at that I'm like, great, this is so amazing because not only was yesterday my birthday, but it's my first day being 18, and it's gonna be the last year, last day of my life. So my sister's crying, she's holding my hand. I'm like trying not to release tears because I think that I, I'm not, I don't know if I did cry. That feels like a situation where I definitely will be crying because I cry um when like someone like burns a piece of toast. You know what I mean? Like I'm a pretty easy crier. But like I could, you could, I could see my mom like holding on to like the the handle at the top of the car, and like holding on to the seat, and she's like I could see her like looking back to my my grandfather's unfazed because this is how he fucking drives. But like my mom's looking at my mom looks like at me. Ali's like quietly bawling her eyes out in the back. I'm like hyperventilating. I'm praying. I'm an atheist and I was praying because I thought we were gonna die in this car. Like it was like raining. The streets were like filled with water. And me and. <laughs> So hysterical, like, I was like, oh my god, like, one of us is having a panic attack. I'm praying to the I put my rosary out, I'm praying. My mother's holding on to every surface because this man's just driving with two feet on the Florida highway at 4 30 a.m. Honestly, we get it. was literally the scariest experience of my life to date. To date, I have gotten in accidents. That caused me less stress than this almost nightmare of a situation. And I think my mom is also stressed because she had just bought the car that we were driving. So it was, like, a new car. She so was already stressed. So we get, like, three eight hours into the road trip. None of us have gotten a wink of sleep. Because we're all on the edge of our seats, waiting for death to take us under. And... And so we get three hours in, we stop at a, at a gas station for everyone to like, you know, get some food, pee and my grandfather gets out of the car and I, my mom just looks at us and Allie's like, I, I can't be in this car. And I'm like, listen, mom, you like, I don't even care what happens, but this man cannot get back behind the wheel and mom's like, oh my god, that was literally, I don't even know, my mom was, like, so confident this was gonna be fine, because he had driven home from Florida, I'm like, how does this man made it to and back from Florida for 20 years, we were, without dying, and so that was the first three hours of the journey, and, and we, on the way back, we were doing it in two days, so our goal was to get, I think, like, 13 hours of driving done the first day, maybe 16, I can't remember. It was like, we're, we're trying to get a good full day. We got up at 4.30 a.m., and we were driving until, I think, probably, like, 9 p.m., and so we, we were getting a full day of driving in. So my grandpa drove the first three hours, and then my mom, thankfully, got behind the wheel and drove the remainder of the 10 hours that day, got up the next day, and then drove the next 10 hours because uh, before Allie lost her mind uh, and we all died but it was just, it was just a beautiful way to end the trip, <laughs> oh my god, just thinking about it right now, like, my heart is racing, because, like, oh, it was just some mess, we survived it, though, like, I, I just remember, like, getting out of the car at the rest stop, and, like, I'm, like, look over my cousins, who have just been chilling in their car for the past three hours, and I'm, like, guys, guys, we're, I'm so, it's so good to see you, I was, I was getting in the car ready to kiss the ground that we had made it, I was like, oh my god, like, hugging my cousins, like, we made it, we did it, we're alive, so that was, that was the fucking experience of my last birthday, so I'm hoping this birthday this year is less eventful, it is my 19th birthday, but I do have to go, Uh, I have a few, uh, doctor's appointments on that day because i've been in because of, you know I, i'm heading back home and oh my god there's an ambulance <gasps> there's an ambulance on campus i wonder what happened anyways um uh, this is my 19th birthday woo woo 19 everything's legal well not everything but most handful of things um so that's super exciting uh, probably not gonna do anything for my birthday because it's still quarantine, and also I have to get a heart monitor on for, like, 24 hours. My entire birthday is gonna be sent with a heart monitor on. So I can't really go get, like, shit-faced because I have to have a heart monitor on and I want to get an accurate representation. Um, anyways, that is that. That's the birthday stories. Um, I'm just looking through my list of items here uh, of current events that have happened, um, a big thing right now is the Shawn Mendes documentary has come out on Netflix, I don't know if it's just me, but I have a, I have a hatred for Camila Cabello for no reason, uh, I've literally, I don't know much of her music, I've really never listened to it, uh, but I just genuinely hate her, um, like most people do, she's just one of those celebrities, uh, not a, uh, Shawn Mendes is cool, he's definitely gay, so I don't think, well, that's aggressive, but I just don't... I'm not just going to assume anyone's sexuality except for Shawn Mendes. Um, and so that's just... That's just that. I heard it's good. I'm not going to watch it. I just have... I have a soft spot in my heart for uh, musicians who make documentaries because, um, you know, it's... It's just a beautiful thing to, like, see the inside of a celebrity's thing and not what the fucking media has done. But I don't think I'm going to watch that because I really don't care that much. Um, I, I'm a, my brain is fucking broken. A few things that I've really thought about that have angered me recently is uh, when I was home in the summer, they released this movie on Netflix called, I'm pretty sure it was called Tall Girl. And I could be completely wrong, but that's what I'm going to call it because I'm not going to Google it. And I watched this movie and there's some movies, um, like I talked about in last podcast that are so fucking bad that it, it, it's actually, like, hysterical how bad they are, and this movie is one of them, and, and I, this, this movie made me so angry, because this girl in the movie, this tall, quote-unquote tall girl was one. so I'm six feet tall, so I feel like I have the ability to, to correct, Apply this to my life and see if her problems as a tall girl, which I wouldn't really consider a big problem in life, but for her it was this tall girl. Um, the whole movie was about how awful her life was because she was 6'1. Okay, and the first scene in the movie is her sitting down in the library at her high school, and she's sitting down and she looks over to the library across the table, and there's this guy at this table, and she's like, Oh, he's cute. And so, this is the first thing they're like, Oh, he's cute. And they're, like, kind of having these, like, flirtatious eyes. And then all of a sudden, the bell rings. And this man gets- stands up to leave. And you're, like, cool. But then she stands up to leave. And, like, she's, like, legitimately- They have made the the table smaller, and the chair's taller, and, like, you could, this picture, the frame, is this man standing up, who must be four feet tall, because this is the difference, and then it flashed to her, and she's, like, seven feet taller than this guy, so the first thing to this film is literally just to prove how much taller she is than guys, but it didn't make any sense, because she's only six feet tall, and there was no way this guy was below five feet tall, but the difference was astronomical, and so, at the first scene, I'm, like, hysterically laughing, because I've never once in my life- I have experienced things where you, like, kind of like a guy, but he's shorter than you, who fucking cares, but- it was just so... They tried to make it so dramatic that she was, like, so much taller than him that it was just so funny, and the whole movie was so stupid because, like, uh, we get it, your life is tough. Like, we, we understand you have to buy men's shoes because the women's shoes don't make... Like, welcome to the club. But I didn't think a, f- a fucking hour and 30-minute film needed to be made about the struggles of being a tall person, and even if it did they could have hit on so many points other than this movie, and at the very end of the movie, her best friend, her best guy friend, who really liked her, carried around, (laughs) this is so good, this man carried around a milk crate his entire life, he didn't have a backpack, he had a milk crate with a strap that he held like it was a tote, he had a milk crate tote, and the whole time, and they're like, the whole movie, they're like, why the fuck is this guy wearing a a milk crate as a backpack. <laughs> and it was all for at the end of the movie when they realized that she liked him too. He put the milk crate on the floor, stood on it to kiss her! <laughs> no! Oh, I'm just cringing so hard. The guy came up to me, and he was 5'2", and then proceeded to put a milk crate down or a step stool instead on it to kiss me. I would literally die on spot. And it was like, the whole movie, it was like, they wanted the, the the writers wrote it, so you'd be like, oh, that's why he wrote a milk crate, but me and my friends are fucking hysterical, because this man carried around a milk crate for four years of high school, just in case the opportunity came around to kiss this woman, and he needed a step stool. Oh, it's too much, and I'm yelling at my car, people are looking at me, but it's fucking hilarious, my roommates text me like, where are you? Oh, I just, I just thought about that movie the other day, how bad it was, and it was so funny, I remember I watched it, and I went to my friends, I was like, we need, I need to watch this with you, because it's so fucking funny, so if you ever get a chance, and you're looking for a comedy, Tall Girl, I'm pretty sure it's called Tall Girl, that, honestly, is so fucking good, um, I've also, I also, I, I, I've been strolling through TikTok, obsessive TikTok, like, everyone is these days, And, oh my fucking god, I, know, Trisha Paytas has been a big influencer for, like, the whole time, and, and she's known for being dramatic, but why is she going off? Like, some of her TikToks, she's, like, going off on celebrities, and you're like, hell yeah, Trisha, you tell them, but then sometimes she's, like, attacking, like, like, teenage kids, and you're like, whoa, Trisha, calm down, and, like, there's just, the, the one TikTok of her in the, she's in like a fucking appropriating so many cultures that every single one of her TikToks but there's one where she has like this gold she's wearing this she called it a wig I call it a golden egg like like you, in as soon as I saw it on her head it looked just like in Willy Wonka uh of course the, the fucking first one Trailing the chocolate factory don't even, first of all let's talk about what a disgrace what a fucking disgrace that the Johnny Depp Willy Wonka movie is how good was the the original was literally cinematically perfect Willy Wonka was the character you wanted that fun childlike wonder and an adult and the open like that's one of my favorite openings to a movie into it like an introduction to a character when he walks out on the cane and then gets it stuck and falls and rolls, and it's just beautiful. I love that movie so much. And then, and then the Johnny Depp one is so creepy. Like, why? Why did they, why did they make that, and and why did they make Johnny Depp look like a vampire who was also a child molester? Like, it's so weird, and it's so creepy, and that's the exact opposite of what the movie is supposed to be about. So, I hate that. Um... Why don't I don't even know where my original point was heading. Oh my god, my brain is broken. Let me go back to my notes. Oh, Trisha Paytas, okay. So, okay, the egg. And so in the original one, there, there there's this, this scene in the goose where the goose are laying golden eggs, and the bratty girl's like, I want an egg, daddy! You know. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm really bad at accents, but I love doing them. She's like, I want a golden egg, daddy! And so the dad's like, okay, let's get our golden egg. So you know that the giant golden egg I'm talking about is what Trisha Paytas' head looked like. And she has a, a hairbrush, as a microphone, and it's the one where it's like, Mary with a donkey! <laughs> that TikTok is my favorite ticket of all time because it's so fucking hilarious. That was the peak of Trisha on TikTok, but now she's, like, making thousands of TikToks. This girl, this girl is posting like, 85 TikToks, like, she's on content mode, just roasting people, and it's, it's, it's sad, and it's also absolutely hilarious at the same time, so if anyone does know Trisha, let's just ask her if she's, how she's doing, is she okay? And she's, like, attacking teenagers, and then they're, like, James Charles put a video, like, Trisha, what the fuck are you doing, like, you literally did blackface, um, oh my like, why am I losing my points, and then she's, like, no, I never did that, and then, and then someone, like, pulled up the receipts, they were, like, they literally googled Trisha, and it came up, like, the third picture is her, with her face painted, and I'm, like, Trisha, girl, you just got, you just got checkmated, honestly, but honestly, if you need a good laugh, head over to Trisha Paytas's, um, fucking TikTok, it's, fucking crazy, also, I'm gonna tell one more story before I go, it's a, it's gonna be, um, eventually I'll do a story of all the crazy events that I had in high school, but I want to make this episode about, uh, an hour, so I'll tell this story, because it recently came up in my memories, um, and it was about the first time that I ever went to a college party, and um, it was last year, I took a year off after high school, and there was this party, and some of my friends in high school went to our local university, and they were like, we're going to this party, you guys should come, me and my two friends, and we're like, absolutely, we'll go. So we go to this party, um, and initially, weird vibes. Initially, weird vibes. There wasn't not a lot of people there at all, and it was like I don't remember what time it was, but it wasn't. And I knew that my it was just like weird because the guys who like lived in the house were just giving off really weird vibes. And so we got there, and we went to the basement of the house, and uh, I was like, okay, cool. This is, I'm not loving this environment. And they had like their speakers and her their laptop downstairs for the party. And then my friend went over. As, like, a joke to go pick a song because they are playing shitty songs. And the guy was like, you fucking touch that, you're kicked out. I will literally physically kick you out. And we were like, whoa, bud. Let's not threaten violence, okay? Like, cu- let's calm down. So we're there, and we're, like, in the basement. And then all of a sudden, it was like nobody's there. And then all of a sudden, everybody was there. And so it was such a peck party. And my friends had to go meet somebody... And for some reason I couldn't go with them. I can't give the details, but um my two like girlfriends were leaving, so I was hanging out with the guy friends that were there in the basements and it was so packed like you couldn't even get up the stairs because there was like so many people there that it was like you couldn't move three inches, let alone get up the stairs. The stairs were covered people. So my friends left and then the basement filled and I couldn't leave and then my guy friends uh were going to the washroom, they left, and then didn't come back, so I'm in the basement of this random university party, I know literally nobody there, and I'm, like, oh, I'm suddenly nervous, because so I'm, like, I'm literally gonna, like, this is not good, I shouldn't be by myself at a party, and I was completely sober, because I was driving, but I was, like, this is so awkward, like, I don't want to be attacked, so, so, I, I need to make friends, I was on a mission, I need to make friends, so I don't look like a loser, and also, so I don't get attacked, and so, uh, earlier on in the party, these, like, three girls had come up to us and said, hey, how are you, like, these girls were, like, fucking high out of their minds, I didn't even know on what at the, at the time, they were, like, freaking out, they're like, oh my god, you guys are so pretty, oh my god, you guys are so pretty, like, come dance with us, like, that was the vibe they were going off, and so I'm, like, looking around the basement, I, n- I don't recognize anyone, I, n- I see those girls, and I'm like, oh my god, I'm gonna have to go talk to these girls. I'm gonna have to go make friends with these girls, and so, so, of course, this is the a time, and, where Mo Bamba was really popular, and so this song comes on, and these white bitches are dancing, like, it's the song of the fucking year, and they're screaming at the top of their lungs, and I'm like, oh my god, this is... now I'll be more embarrassed walking over to these girls than being by myself, I walk over to them, and they're like, hey, what is up, and I'm like, oh my god, hi, and I'm, like, semi-dancing with them, it was so awkward, because I didn't know what to do, and I'm, like, semi-dancing with them, and then the girl's like, here, she, like, hands me, she's like, I was trying to hit me something, I'm like, what, she's like, here, let's take some Molly, these girls were high off Molly, and they're trying to shove Molly down my throat, and I'm like, oh my fucking god, I need to get out of here, and I'm, like, dancing with these girls, trying to get around, I'm, like, avoiding them, they're, like, literally trying to shove pills down my throat and i'm like what the fuck i was like a poor little small kid and i was like get me out of here please i need to get out of here i'm like i can't be friends with these girls who are high off molly and try to like attack me so i'm like trying to escape i finally find my friends and i'm like so fucking pissed at them because they left me alone in the basement of a party and i had to make friends with girls who were high off molly these girls were out of their fucking minds so kids be careful when you go to a university party. Stay with your friends. Don't take drugs, okay? Never take drugs that random girls who are handing to you or men. Cover your drinks and don't go to university parties in Peterborough because they're fucking weird. That's all I have to say about that. That's that was that was my first university party and I thought they were going to get better, but I'm currently in quarantine college so it's not I need to calm down, I've done a lot of yelling in this podcast, I need to go back to my dorm room because my roommate thinks that I vanished, um, but I'd like to say thank you for listening, join back next week, where it will be my birthday when the podcast is released, and I will be giving a full in-depth review of my first semester at college, okay, you know, thank you, honestly, I would like to say genuinely thank you if you listened to the end of this, I really appreciate you, um, you know, I, this has been a very difficult thing for me to actually, like, post these, Um, but I thank you for listening, and you guys are literally the best people ever, and I will talk to you later.